0: And welcome back, everybody, to the 5.5 Podcast Off-Season Edition here in our nice outdoor fall setting in uh, the Laboo Ranch
1: patio. I'm your host, Danny Ortiz, alongside... Eric Labou, How's it going, Eric? Great. So, yeah, it was crazy, dude. Garrett Cole's getting ready to wind up, and all of a sudden these chicks raise their shirts and their titties just come- Oh, sorry. Were, were we talk- <laughs> At Julia Rose, guys. Uh, were we talking about that, or were we uh, talking about the man? If you Google uh,
0: Julia Rose and do specific
1: words starting with an
0: N, ending with an E, with the word UD in the middle, uh, it is definitely worth your Google search. So. Oh, is it? Yes. Okay. Incognito for those who are married or in relationships. <laughs> but nonetheless, Julia Rose... You are my hero. Yeah. Uh, in other breaking news, uh, the Padres have
1: hired a manager. We're a little late to the party, but uh, a nonetheless. Bit. Yeah. Yeah, to say the least. I mean, everyone, uh, are there even Padre podcasts anymore? I know H.J.'s in Italy or wherever the hell he's at. Um, I don't know if EVT's still a thing. Is it? Was I it ever? I stopped paying attention. But, uh, uh, and then I think, uh, I think uh, the Kept Faith did one, I believe. Yeah, they did one, uh, Make the Padres Great Again did, so, yeah. yeah, we are dead last, dead last, and and people ask, like, oh, hey, are you going to record an emergency podcast, and I'm like, not if they fucking hire Tingler. <laughs> I was just going to say, if they Fuck hired no. Washington, you, your ass would have driven to Escondido to do it, if yeah. that's what it meant. Like, if they would have hired anyone other than Tingler, I'd probably <laughs> have been like, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, like, let's go ahead and do it. Loretta? No, not no. with Loretta. I was just say, I want to know
0: what your thought when he came when he emerged late as a candidate. What your thought on thoughts on Loretta were?
1: I don't, dude. It seemed like an
0: appeasement move to me.
1: Yeah, it kind of did. It kind of seemed like, oh, wow, we're getting backlash on Tingler, and there's people that don't want Washington, so let's uh, <coughs> introduce a third name here and yeah. see how that goes. Yeah, that's, it felt like it. That's what it seemed like to me. But as far as, yeah, we're, we're coming in late as far as the uh, hiring, mainly because yeah. I don't really care. Um, but there's not really a lot to say about that. It hasn't already been said, I feel like. Well, also, it was kind of like it was decided like a week before they even announced it, it yeah. seemed like. It well, they like, announced hey, it today. Well, kind of, sort of. You know what I mean. I'm I'm talking about like last week, last uh, Wednesday night. I think it was unofficially, officially announced or Wednesday during the day. Um, I don't know, man. As far as so the uh, five stages, right, of grief: denial, (laughs) anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Here, I thought you were looking up the fucking question thread. No, so when you go through those five well, different oh. stages, I, I think that before it was even reported that they had decided on Jace Tingler, I had already gone through the denial yeah. and, the, and the, the bargaining and the anger.
0: Well past all those three. I was already into <laughs> acceptance
1: mode. Yeah, so at this point, it, it, I had a little glimpse of depression <laughs> after it was announced, God. and then I went straight into acceptance, because what am I going to do, man? Yeah, well, I mean, really. What the hell am I going to do? What are any of us going to do? It's yeah. just like, that's a decision they made, obviously. I'm going to trust that they know more about this shit than I do, even though I have my strong doubts at, at times. But Understandable. Tingler's our guy, dude. So you, when it comes to you and I, and it's really funny because like, as of a month ago, and I know I'm the biggest flip-flopper ever, but like a month ago, you're like, you know what? You sold me on Washington. And you then, did. And Until then all the sudden, sex allegations came out. I was like, fuck! And then all of a sudden... It's what like, oh, that hey, I don't want effort. him anymore, yeah. and now I want this. And now you were firmly on Team Tingler, so you sell me. Sell me on Tingler. Why should I be excited about this fucking guy?
0: He's AJ Preller's guy. That's my
1: biggest thing with him. Well, that's a, here's the thing. I've
0: said this last... Wanking uh, yeah. motion. Yes, wanking motion. I said this um, uh, before we uh, went on to our hiatus that when they hire a new manager, it's got to be a guy who is an extension of the front office, right? It's like It's got to be like... AJ Preller hiring a version of himself, because it's got to be somebody, A, that shared, like he understands what, not Tingler, I'm saying, just in general, the guy they hire has to understand what they're trying to go for, like what he's trying to do player development wise, organizationally, because I think there's like a big disconnect when you have, the big thing with the Astros, I said this in a group that, is that they have the same message every level up, so when they get their prospects up, it's the same message being preached. The Dodgers do the same thing, the best organizations do the same thing and I feel like the Padres did not have that with Andy Green it was okay here's our message here's our message here's our message and then they got to the Padres and Andy Green wasn't delivering that message so okay. I like Tingler not I mean there's a and I'll, I'll get into the background later but Tingler to me if they went with him it's because he is an extension of the front office he understands what Preller's trying to do he understands the vision he understands the approach the organizational philosophy and he can bridge that and be that guy from the front
1: office. I had mentioned like... So you uh, like him because he's a yes man. No, that's not why I like him. That's what him. you just said.
0: I was okay with them hiring Washington and having Tingler as the bench guy. I actually threw that out there. Like, hire Washington, let him fire up the troops, and have Tingler as the bench coach to basically be the liaison. What did you call it? Checks and balances is what you called it. I mean, um,
1: but, but why... I don't why think you need a that, yes man. Why is it that Jace Tingler can provide that message, but not Ron Washington? Is it because of things that he said five years ago no, about bunting that, that's not and why. bullpen and young arms? Is that why? Because no, that, that's what it seems like. To me. That's I, what it seems like from the conversations on Padre's Twitter. And I agree with
0: you. I do think people and I mean to be fair, that's all we have to go off of as far as Washington goes. And I think saying that Washington, well well, he applied analytics, you know, as a bench coach or as a third base coach, I'm like. Yeah, he's replaceable as a fucking third base coach. They could throw his ass out and hire somebody else. So, of course, he's going to, you know, fucking stand and do what he needs to do. But for me, it's more of that Tingler has been in that position where he's worked in the front office. He has a front office experience. He's he's analytically savvy, right? We want a guy who's more into the analytics. We want a guy who's been in player development. That's the biggest thing with Andy Green, right? Like, name a prospect other than Tatis and Paddock who are already basically ready-made. Name a prospect, green developed. You can't because there's nobody there. Right. Right? So that's why I like Tingler. I don't dislike Ron Washington. I mean, you, know, you can say what you want about his approach. Maybe it changed. I. I it may have changed. Who knows? We, we won't find out. But at least not on the Padres. But I like Tingler because there's no risk in worrying like, oh, does he think differently than he did five years ago? You already know his mindset and his approach and his experiences, I think fit better from that standpoint than ron washington who to me if like the potters are coming off an 85 win year right and they're coming off like okay we almost made it we we're only five games short like we need to win now Fuck yeah bring in the veteran manager bring in the win now manager it's like a dusty baker type or joe Girardi type right the phillies are bringing Girardi in because he's not a development guy he's coming in there to light a fire in everybody's asses and win now dusty baker would be that kind of guy i think ron washington would be that kind of guy i don't think the potters are quite ready for there now According to your uh, prediction, when Tingler gets fired after next year, (laughs) when the fighters fall short and they need a win-now manager, maybe then we get the win-now guy. But I do think where the team is at right now and based on his experiences and obviously his relationship with uh, Preller, I think Tingler's the right guy. At least for now. And I definitely think he's a better fit than fucking Andy Green.
1: Well, I love how it, whenever anyone brings up like the experience thing, everyone's like, oh, yeah, well, Tingler, he has experience. It's just been behind the scenes. He's been doing this in the Dominican. He's been doing this as a, um, what is it, field coordinator? Yeah. Um, some, you know, position that I've never heard of before. He's been doing this. He's been doing that. Blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, well, Ron Washington, he'll never change. And I love, there's nothing I love See, more. I don't like that because well, he could change. That's what everyone's saying. And here's, I, I love shitting on boomers. <laughs> and this, is, shitting this one's on boomers. for you, Devin. <laughs> yeah. Shitting on boomers is is my favorite thing to do on Twitter. I, yes. I love it. Um, but I look at it and it's just like, People act like Ron Washington is like this knuckle dragging Neanderthal, and like there's no chance that Tough anything, scene, Eric, Tough that scene. anything in the last five years yeah. has changed with him, and that's just stupid. It's like, oh, well, you know, Tingler has way more experience than you guys would would have thought because it's just been behind the scenes. You don't know his name, but that's not his Which fault. Which is fair. What were you doing? Let me ask you this: What were you doing in 1970? <laughs> well, I wasn't born. I wasn't born either, and a lot of people who are criticizing. Uh, Ron Washington, they weren't born at that time either. You yeah. know what Ron Washington was doing? He was breaking into into uh, minor leagues. He was just signed with the Kansas City Royals. So he's been around baseball ever since. Since 1970! That's not a fucking accident. You know what I yeah. mean? He's been around the game that long for a goddamn reason. And people are like, oh, well, you know, nothing's changed since that time. You, you, what, you want our bullpen arms being run to shit? You want our young starters? What, you want Gore? Look what he said about Darvish. Like... I've never seen someone dis- Dissected so much As what Ron Washington was And it was infuriating What are you talking much. about We dissected Andrew Green Like that pretty much every day I know but I'm talking About the yeah. candidates Like no one in there No one at all Will sit there and be like Oh well you know Maybe Tingler has some flaws They won't say that Because Keith Law Zimborski Longenhagen Everyone loves it So he hey knows, if these fu- If these fucking guys Are saying it Then hey this must be true So let's all fall into line Like a bunch of fucking sheep That's what all you guys are And that's what pisses me off It's not so much that Don't so- lump me
0: in with everybody Oh, you're
1: absolutely – you. there's a certain section, and and I've named you guys the calculator crew. There's a certain section of you guys, and and, and if you think I might be talking about you, I probably am. But it's just – it's so fucking annoying. Oh, wow, well, this person says it? Hmm, I'm going to blindly follow whatever the fuck they say. And it's not not that it came down to Tingler and Washington, and that's why I'm pissed because it wasn't Washington. It's the fact that, like, the Padres, when you look at it, we can see that this is a great opportunity – and how did it come down to these fucking two guys? You know what I mean? Like we hear all this shit like, oh hey, there's big names available. We all knew Madden wasn't coming here. We all yeah. wanted him. We all knew he probably wasn't coming here. But I think we had more hope. You than see other names out there. Uh, you see other names out in. there. And it's like, of all these names, how does it come down to two guys that no one else wants?
0: Well, I mean, you know, there's other teams like the Mets weren't in on I mean, they were kinda in on Girardi, but that works for everybody though, right? Like, anytime like nobody wanted Andy Green as manager when we got him. Nobody wanted Dave Roberts as manager. I think that's that's not particularly fair. I understand where you're coming from because I think, like, I'm not going to blindly say, like, Tingler's a great fit. I don't fucking know. I like I like his background. Don't get me wrong. I think his background's great. I don't think it would hurt if he bench coached for a couple of years and then got a manager gig. I think that would be extremely beneficial. Yeah. He's just not in that position. And through no fault of his own, he's just not in that position. I don't know if Ron Washington was or wasn't going to be the right guy. I understand that. I mean, they both come with risk, right? Because we don't know what Tingler's going to do. I mentioned like, you know, one thing I think about like with Tingler, right? He manages in the DR pretty much annually is that they basically play 50 games and it's like you can't afford to get off to a slow start. So it's almost like you're automatically managing like high leverage games, which I like because I do think getting managerial experience regardless of where it's at helps in that particular environment where you got to win and you got to win now. I think that helps. But at the same time, Juan Washington's already been there, right? So you would assume just naturally that maybe the second time around, Ron Washington would be better. And you know what you're getting with Washington. Like, you have an idea, and maybe if you brought him in, there would be that talk of, hey, we're going to address this, what you said about Darvish, you know, about how you move young players along, etc. Because I don't think there's any denying that Ron Washington is an excellent coach. I don't think there's any denying that. Mm-hmm. But it also doesn't mean he's a great manager. But just because Jace Tingler has all this experience, and he's getting, you know, like John Daniels was on Darren Smith the other day singing his praises. Um, and it was, you know, uh, I think they had Passan on. After he broke the news on Passan? Uh, Passan, there you go, Passan, passing. Maybe he's Italian. Okay. Anyways, okay. so they passing on right, and you know he talked him up because of, you know the people, his sources and whatnot. But it's like, great, that sounds great. I don't know, like, like I, I don't know if I, if he's gonna be the right guy or not. They both come with inherent risk. I think the Padres went with going with like we're gonna bank on the guy that we think. You know, we only have to guide, you know, maybe strategically, but already is kind of ready built as far as like our methodology or, you know, what we think as an organization, our philosophy, as opposed to getting somebody like Ron Washington, who I don't think it's being a yes man. I think you can challenge your boss, but Ron Washington, who maybe still be old school. Maybe if Ron Washington interviewed a little bit better, and God bless him, he never fucking holds back on <laughs> on what he thinks, which I think is a great quality. Yeah, um, It would have
1: been a lot of fun here. Yeah, sure. it would have. I
0: mean, it would have been, but I think they went with the guy they thought best suited what um, Preller's trying to do. And that's my biggest thing is that regardless of who it is, right, like we know, we know Preller's got to win in the next like, – You think he has two years left on his deal. So you would think at the least, right, maybe he gets canned if. Things go disastrous. I think they're okay. Oh, there's no maybe. Yeah.
1: No, there's no, no. no maybe. I mean,
0: we don't know. I don't think they're going to be a 70 win team next year just because they'll have full years of Paddock and fucking Tatis and Machado will probably be better. But we know for sure if they don't win by the end of his contract, right, regardless of what happens this year, if they don't win by 2021, and I'm not talking 85 wins, I mean, like, you need to be in the division race or get into the playoffs,
1: he's fucking gone. There is no next year for Preller. No. There well, is, I mean, there is no next year for Preller if, if they don't. If win. they're not in the thick of a playoff yeah. race up to the last fucking day, I'm, I'm talking, talking like I'm talking 2010. Will Venable swinging at a fastball above his yeah. eyes to end the fucking season? They got to. If keep. they're not there, Preller is toast, and I don't. I don't like that. I, I don't either. S- I want to see him stick yeah. it through, but he's gone, dude. Yeah, I mean, he's had he's
0: had more resources. He's had more autonomy he has been given more than Josh Burns was ever given. Like, I don't know if Josh Burns would have been a better GM. Fuck Josh (laughs) Burns. I know the Rizzo trade sucks, but nonetheless. But, you know, we both know, like, if they're not – if they don't finish with, like, 85, 88 wins where they're in the thick of it till the last couple of weeks, he's probably gone. And even if they do – if they don't get to the fucking playoffs, let's say they finish 85 wins. They played up to – they weren't eliminated to like, the last five games. Like, you know, it was a really good fucking season. We were in it the whole time. We're playing meaningful games the last three weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. The next year they go out, they do whatever they do to improve the roster. More guys come up. If they don't fucking make the playoffs by 2021, regardless of their record, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Either not renewing his fucking contract, they're not pouring any more funds into him or letting him stick around.
1: He's fucking out. I think, I think he's I gone don't, after next year. If they don't win. If they don't win. I think he's gone yeah. after next year, and I think Tingler's gone after next year. I could see that. And yeah. I think Bochi comes in. Maybe. I'm telling you, dude. If, they don't, if Ron, they don't win. If they don't Ron, Ron is so look. impatient. Yeah. Ron is so impatient. I can totally see that happening. Do you think that any part of him, because you know, from everything we've heard, the Padres front office, they scroll Twitter like a motherfucker. They yes, see everything that's going on there. We know that for a, a, a fact. We know you're listening, Preller, and we know you have a burner account. Do you think <laughs> that... Some of the backlash and some of the reaction to the sexual assault stuff with uh, Ron Washington played a factor in their decision.
0: I think to a point, I don't think the fan base was as 100% behind it where we basically, like, steamrolled Brian Giles. I mean, Giles had no support, like, whatsoever. Whereas, you know, and I'm not going to sit here and, and and say, like, we should or shouldn't have. I'll be honest, like, I don't fucking know what to think about that because... It was the source, and then the source deleted it and never explained the sources. I don't buy the whole. Oh, they didn't ever came out. They mostly don't, anyways. And most of them don't. So I don't really know. I don't know if he fucking did it or not, and I'm not in a position to say. It. But I don't know if that turned them away more so than it's just Preller going for his guy, which is why I'm like, okay, if he's gonna get fucking fired in the next year or two, anyways, if they don't produce, at least he can get fired putting his chips in and his guy instead
1: of like Ron Washington, who seemed more like, you know, Fowler's guy. Yeah. I mean, at least they hired someone because a lot of that yeah. talk was getting just uh, oh, f- completely insufferable, dude. And, and especially bringing on like the the sexual assault thing. And and I don't like it, it's We're not taking any sides here. It, it got well. Yeah. It it got shitty because it was just like, hey, if you want Ron Washington, all of a sudden you're labeled as someone that's okay with yeah. sexual assault. And I'm just like, that's yeah. not like I'm. Astro I fans don't... are
0: not okay with domestic violence because oh, yeah. they root, and
1: Osuna's on the team. Well, think about Cubs fans. Do you think Cubs yeah. fans in 2016? He went... got booed. Fucking Addison Russell got booed. No, I'm talking oh. about um, Errolis Chapman. Oh yeah, he was closing games from that year. Do you yeah. think Cubs fans and whoever was a Cubs fan at that time wasn't cheering strictly yeah. because they had uh, Aroldis Chapman on the team? No, yeah. it wasn't happening. But it's just but it also a lot of Cubs fans were vocal about them acquiring right Aroldis Chapman. Yeah, I, I get that, and and I just I feel like mm-hmm. the situation is a little bit different, and you know, it's <laughs> I don't want to go down that slippery slope. But Are I just like thought, to say there's
0: uh, good people on both sides.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to go down that slippery slope but, like that much, but it's just like. The whole thing, Padre's Twitter, I, I was reading through some of the debates when it came specifically to the sexual It's assault. very extremist. Well, the thing is, it's like, Padre's Twitter, we, we like to view ourselves as all-inclusive. And and uh, we are accepting of, of everyone and all, all genders, all sexual preferences, Race, creed, races, color, yeah. everything. Until you have Ron Washington, a black man, who is <laughs> applying for a job to become... The manager of the San Diego Padres, and you might not like him, and all you motherfuckers turn into Uncle Ruckus, every <laughs> single one of you, dude. every single or one. Or if of you. you
0: don't want him, you're racist. And, and don't I'm just, that one.
1: I'm just like, dude, like this is stupid. Like, wh- why aren't we talking about X's and O's and winning baseball games? Like, it's not coming down to this. People don't want Washington, so they're playing dirty, and it just got really annoying. And, and
0: I understood, and even in the beginning, like I understood, like the baggage and whatnot. But after a while, it's like I mean, at this point, I'm not gonna comment on it as far like I'm only gonna judge it on an X's and O's standpoint. As far as the baggage goes, you know, I get it. I get it. I don't want the Potters to do anything with that. I think uh, Will Doctor had the best take, where it's like you have a guy's had sus- forget about the allegations, right? You had sus- substance abuse problems, you had marital problems, in a fucking high, you know, stress, high demanding position. Do you really want a guy who has to have that kind of support group? around him in that position where you might have to cover your ass should he fall off the wagon, which is something he struggles with. Right. We know that Josh, Josh Hamilton's a, a prime example, right? Like you're never really not addicted. You just, you know, you battle your addictions. And so from that standpoint, like that's Ron Washington's thing. I get it. Like, I understand all that baggage for me it's just an X and the nose thing. If I had to pick and choose based on the context of the team, it's Tingler more. So not so because he's Tingler, but just because of the background and you know what he has experience in, as opposed to Washington where if they were like an eighty five win team or even five hundred team and it's like like the Phillies, we gotta win now. Yeah, you go for a wrong Washington type.
1: Well, the way I see it and Basically, my whole my thing, opinion. my whole thing with Ron Washington was, <coughs> you can see tangible evidence of where he worked with players and they improved greatly. Mm-hmm. Eric Chavez, Miguel Tejada, Marcus Simeon. Uh, Marcus like,
0: Simeon is probably the biggest one.
1: Ozzy Albie's like you see these guys who have like huge improvements because yeah. of Ron Washington, and you, you, everyone knows the story about Chavez gave him one of his gold gloves, yeah, and he said, "Not without you, Wash." Like if, this isn't happening. Like we see that, we see tangible results from that, and. Jace Tingler, he could very well have done great things in his role. I don't know that because I have not seen those yeah. results. I just have to take other people, other people's words for it. Mm-hmm. But like I see that, and I see people coming out there like, "Oh, we'd love to play for him." And I see people on Braves Twitter, which I know doesn't matter, but they're like, "Oh, fuck no, we can't lose Washington." Yeah, this and that. they love him. They love him. So I see all that, and I'm, and I. You know, we hear from Woods, who was in Texas at the time when uh, he was Washington was there. And he's like, dude, Washington's fucking great. And I'm just thinking all those things. I'm like, man, I really want – he has that veteran presence. He's been there before. He's been to back-to-back World Series. Say what you want about his managerial style. But I see all that, and I'm like, that's the guy I want right now. And they ended up going with Tingler. So, it's just like – Everyone's like, oh, he's not Andy Green 2.0. It doesn't matter that they're around the same age when they were hired with no major league managerial experience. They're not the exact same guy. You're an idiot. They're really not. No, the, the, you're an idiot. I don't agree with. But they're really not. It, it's it's short. I can see it's, where the comparisons are drawn. I don't think he's Andy 2.0, but it's funny. <laughs> it's it is funny. It's funny to roll because, with yeah, it. But, and it's yeah. funny to see how fucking defensive people get. Yeah, it's, he's clearly
0: not Andy 2.0. and yeah. I mean, I, I get it. But this, this brings us to our next. The, I want to bring up the we had the Padres uh, Twitter thread um we're gonna start off with uh, scott lewis uh actually you can follow him at vosd scott um he had a really good question because you mentioned about veteran presence right so uh here's uh, scott's tweet a lot of us read every single word available about him so let's skip to what's next how does a guy like tingler establish credibility now with both the clubhouse and the fans seems like quite a thing to walk up and lead in such a testosterone-laced environment. That's a really good fucking question. I don't think I have the answer to it.
1: That is that is a great question. And, you know, it's it's tough. And then also a Latimer human scum, Ridley. <laughs> <laughs> he said to build on uh, Mr. Lewis's question, to what extent do we think Machado and Hosmer provided sign-off to Preller and or ownership? So I think those two questions kind of tie, <coughs> in, tie in great together. As far as, you know... To Scott's question as far as how does a guy establish credibility now with the clubhouse and the fans I don't know like I I feel like as fans we can look at it if you look at it just objectively looking at it you can say yeah you know Tingler's not Andy 2.0 for a reason X Y and Z but for the players we don't know how the players are looking at it so we have no idea they could just be like oh god another fucking guy with no experience another young guy it is Andy Green all over again and we couldn't stand that fucking guy I don't know, man. I don't know what he has to do to earn the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. I think spring training says a lot as far as I how he teaches those uh, or how he you know reaches handles. out to those guys and how he handles it. I think spring training is going to say a lot. For and we know there are going to be a lot of a lot. like
0: entrance meetings, right? Like Just yeah. like they do every year where they do the preliminary meetings. Of and, course. Yeah, so. And,
1: and I, I wonder if Hosmer and Machado were consulted for that. I mean, everyone, you, you had seen the thing like, oh, hey, uh, Machado reached out and said that they should at least give Buck a shot. Yeah. And then that was discredited that he didn't say that at all. So... I, I don't know how much they consulted those two. I would hope that they did to some extent. Like, hey, here's Hosmer and what whatever about.
0: about. But I understand what you're saying. You know, they're they're the cornerstone guys. Exactly. Right? Yeah, so so
1: I, it, I I do wonder to what extent that they were reached out to. But as far <coughs> as far as winning over the fans, I mean, like I you gotta win me. Well, personally, yeah, you have to win. But for me, dude, I'm so easily swayed. Like, all it takes is. A little bit of red ass. I want to see some red ass. <laughs> he like, looks like. I'll take. Well, I mean, he got I tossed in, uh, in uh, I didn't Dominican. S- I, I did not see that. I saw oh. people say it, but I didn't see the. It was video. a
0: very quick highlight, but I mean, he went out there all fucking did red it? ass as fuck. He was I screaming like
1: and pointing down. and.
0: Yeah. Um, as far as the. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, He's kind of like remember the first couple of years Andy Green was kind of red ass and we're like oh man
1: this is fucking nice compared to Bud Black
0: yeah and then he got the contract extension so and that, was the end of that I want to um, see that
1: and I want to see our guys protected yeah I, if Tatis gets brushed off the plate multiple yeah, times yeah throw behind I mean like I'm not saying go out there and assassinate a guy but you don't throw
0: fucking behind him at least brush him off the plate do yeah something. you have
1: to and I understand people are like oh man grown men wanting to throw baseballs at people from you know ninety five hard miles slide will do the job. That's baseball. You know, if you don't like it, I get it. But that's baseball. That's yeah. a game that's it has been around for a century. That's how it's played. Like, yeah. I, I get that you don't like it, but sometimes it's necessary. Just
0: don't handcuff your players. Don't tell them not to. Like, hey, you know what? I love you guys and I respect
1: you. You go do your thing. Stick up for your guys. Yeah. I, I want to see something like where, let's say, let's say there's the the thing where Tatis tries to lay down the bunt, and Andy's like, I don't know why he did that. I want to see Tingler wear it. Yeah, that's why I want to see. I want to see him do bunt. the things that yeah. Andy didn't do. I, I want to see him wear it for his players.
0: You don't want self preservation. No. You want sacrifice.
1: Yeah, I want to see. I want to see our guys backing our uh, our pitchers, backing our guys. I don't want to see that suppressed, like you said with Andy. That's what I want to see. And I'll be easily won over. Like, if he goes out there and and gets in an umpire's face or uh, there's a dust-up with another team and he's out there screaming at people, Uh, yeah, that wins me over What if he punches Dave Roberts? (laughs)
0: That's <laughs> like even Ro- better. Like
1: Dave Roberts tries to go over there and chest bump me, he yeah. just clotheslines lines the shit out of it. That's that's even better. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I don't think we'll ever see that in baseball. Maybe one day, but
0: <laughs> two managers going at it would be amazing.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, if 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 Tingler was pushed like how Andy was pushed by Dave if that same situation happens and Tingler throw, like, turns around swinging, fuck yeah, I'm all in. <laughs> or at least has to get and, held and I, back by the umpire. And that's like the most meathead thing. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I think it means
0: something because you know, it's it's a visual, right? Like yeah. I think that's when everything kind of went downhill for Andy Green to that point because yeah. it's kind of like, you know, he was pissed clearly. But he didn't really try to do anything. Like, Dave Roberts is being held back by umpires and his teammates, and Andy Green's got one umpire in front of him. Right. And he's just kind of like, you know, and he went over there, oh, you know, we're coming and blah, blah. I was like, great. That's.
1: Yeah, that's a great speech. Great speech. I think that was a highlight of Andy's time.
0: It's a great speech, but, like, you just got. Made to look like a chump. Yeah, and granted, it was a cheap shot because Roberts did it from behind. But yeah, like you didn't do anything. Yeah, right. So true. <clears throat> As far as Tingler goes with the clubhouse, um, again, I mentioned John Daniels was on with Darren Smith. You can look them up. I Heart Radio. He's got mm-hmm. a uh, the interview up. But he made a really good point about, you know, because Darren asked him like, how you know, how are guys gonna you know take him to clubhouse? You know, the veterans. He's like, well, they're gonna call, right? You know, we know you know these guys are friends. You know, they're gonna call Adrian Beltre. They're gonna call Elvis Anders, They're gonna call. You know this guy or that guy and and they're going to talk to him and hey what do you think of jace and you know they're gonna they're gonna figure out that way and they'll have an idea or an expectation of you know what to expect from him and that's how they'll you know gain some semblance of uh familiarity and then you know he's apparently great at cultivating relationships and relating to the players he forced himself according to john daniels to Managing the DR and speak strictly Spanish because he wanted to be a part of that and to be able to communicate. So I watched a few of his interviews in Spanish. He's not bad. It's, yeah, it's pretty good. good actually. It is good. Yeah, he's actually really good. So uh, he's no AJ Preller, but I no. mean, you know, not everybody's waking up next to their next 16-year-old prospect's mom getting ready to sign the contract. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, no, uh, I mean, yeah, he's, I, was, I was pretty impressed so him. far. It's, if you just read the resume, you you listen to interviews, and then you listen about his employers, like. Clearly, I know your argument was like, well, the Rangers had an opportunity to get a manager and they went with somebody else. Yep. The way I look at it is like, yeah, they could have done that, but they also maybe really liked Chris Woodward. Woodward? Woodward? Whatever. Woodward. Yeah. Maybe they really liked Chris Woodward, but they also really liked Jace Tingler, and they figured, fuck it, we can hire him as manager and we can have them both. So that's that's all. And again, it's not like he was like some fucking bum, like he was a, uh, no offense, uh, Hoffy but he wasn't like the third base coach, no offense, Ron, but he wasn't <laughs> like a third base coach. Like he was... He's basically been like an important member of the front office. You mentioned the coordinator. As far as I can tell, it's basically telling the major or minor league team, depending on which side you're on, basically how to run the team. Hey, here's the analytics. Here's how we want this player developed, or here's how I want you to use these guys. You're basically managing the managers and the coaching staff. So the front office liaison, essentially.
1: Okay. So, well, I've I've heard great things. I listened to Chris Woodward on on my beloved Ben and Woods. San Diego's only FM sports station, 97.3, the fan. And it's like, of course he's going to say nice things about him. Of well, course yeah. John Daniels is going to say nice things about him. I want to hear some detractors. <laughs> I want to hear the other side. I want to hear them say, um, yeah. Do those
0: exist? I feel like nobody ever exists on detractors unless you're like Padre. I heard, I heard that the call-in segment... The day he was hired, the Ben and the Woods
1: show it was an absolute shit show. Yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of people were upset. Well, also it's it's kind of weird canceling because, season tickets they yeah, uh, never intended to buy even. Yeah, that was uh, that was something for sure. But you know, seeing uh, Padres Farm, our, our beloved Padres Farm, uh, very revered in the uh, Latin community. Twitter, he posted loved in the Latin community. In he fact. Uh, he put out a poll in regards to hey, it's down to these two guys. Who do you want? There was over a thousand votes. And it, I want to say it was about 80-20 for Ron Washington. Yeah, but a lot of it when, was Ron Washington. when the hiring came out, when it was reported that it was Tingler, there wasn't that much backlash. No, I think because Padres... The, the thing I like about Padres
0: Twitter, it's a pretty good balance of... You've got like strictly old school guys, right? Like yeah. strictly old school. Um, you've got guys like uh, like Craig, right? Craig is, is an old school guy. Like he's not. Uh, what do you call us? It? The Calculator Club. He's like <laughs> calculator the calculator crew. He calculator crew. He's yeah. the complete fucking opposite. He's right. Mr. Grit, right? right? So you have that, and then you got like the opposite Calculator Crew, which I assume you're gonna lump, you know, Pog Langford and Rand Platty, and then you've got like Padres Farm, who's more of like the R and D type of stuff, and you got me. It's, I know you lumped me in there but you son you're of a definitely bitch. part
1: of the calculator. Yeah, I'm sure, for yes. sure the
0: guy that said, "Hey, I think the best fit is Ron Washington with Tingler's bench coach." Yes, lump me in there. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, but I think you get an eclectic enough mix where for the most part it's going to be pretty balanced. I'm not surprised at the people that voted um wanted ron washington
1: but again it's a poll so it's voluntary it's i also like think a, a lot sample. of people wanted ron washington but they didn't want to make they didn't want to vocalize it yeah <laughs> like i mean
0: from a manager's <laughs> because standpoint, of the other things yeah. that we've mentioned and before. i get that and that's why i'm saying like taking all that just like you said just looking at it from an x's and o's standpoint yeah i get why ron washington was you know was a, a viable um uh, option right i get like why Prowler may have wanted him i definitely understand why the uh, ownership, and why fans would have wanted him. And it's a name, right? Like, we, we've we never hired a name manager, right? We, Bruce Bochi wasn't a name. No. Uh, Bud Black certainly wasn't a name. Um, Was it
1: six managerial hires that I think have been had rookies. no experience? Yeah, so... I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? We've been we've been doing great. Yeah. So.
0: Well, I mean, Bud Black did okay here. He did better than fucking Andy Green.
1: How did? What I want to know is how did the interview process go for that? I wonder. Yeah. Because that's it, really it interesting. sounded they like, only interviewed like three guys, right? It, that's what it sounded like, and it sounded like hey, they were all in on Tingler from the beginning. That was his yeah. guy. They're baseball soulmates. Whoever the hell said that? Uh,
0: Lynn Dennis. Was Lynn it Dennis that? Lynn? I think so yeah. Oh, See, okay. and I, I know people hate that, and and I get it, you know, and I. I feel terrible saying this, but I wonder if, like, they only interviewed Ron Washington and he was only a quote-unquote finalist because MLB requires every team with a managerial Mm. opening for the most part to interview a minority, and they're like... Well, fuck, we already like Ron, we might as well. I don't think so, man, because yeah. like we've heard then that... Again, the Angels didn't fucking...
1: We've heard that Fowler right. was all in on Ron Washington. Yes, indeed so he was. It'll be interesting to see when the team scuffles, because they will. It'll be interesting to yeah. see how that comes out. So it's just like, a, I'm sitting there, it's just I saying, do wonder what the interview process goes. I would imagine, like
0: I said, I, I, I may have said this, it's been a while since we've recorded, but... I I think the idea is, like, you shouldn't ask questions that you know they're going to give you the answers you want. You should just ask them questions about what they think about things. Like, hey, I'm going to give you this spreadsheet of, like, stuff. Tell me what it means, right? And see if they know, like, oh, this is, like, you know, or here's this scenario, right? Like, I'm going to give you this scenario. Let's use uh, Dave Martinez a couple nights ago, right? Like, the game's on the line. The Nationals are still in it. They have Doolittle and they have Hudson, who are their – that's their A squad, right? That's their A team and uh, they have them in the bullpen, right? Game is on the fucking line. Dave Martinez goes with with Tanner Rainey and Fernando Rodney, and the game blows up, right? The game before before that, Anibal Sanchez was coming up. They had a chance to score. It was in the fourth. Instead of going with a pinch hitter and trying to get the runs in and trying to win now, he held off because he didn't want to go to his bullpen so early, right? Like, those are scenarios I would put in front of those managers to see, like, what's your reaction to this? Because that can kind of tell you what their
1: mindset is. Instead of asking them what they would do because – you Those know. moves from Martinez were—I mean, it's trademark—a manager that doesn't have you know much experience. I think I, I think don't a think bit you of need to have experience. To know Fernando Rodney, ain't it? I think a little bit of experience in that situation would have deterred him from going that route, and maybe he would have picked the right. Or choice. maybe – I think it's either that or it's more – but pixie see, Ron Washington had tons of exce- – Ron
0: Washington managed for like three or four years by the time they made the World Series. It's not like it was his first go-around. Like, he'd already been entrenched there. Mm-hmm. And he was – he had that Brad Ausmus syndrome where he was really, like, rigid as far as, like, this is my seventh guy, this is my eighth inning guy, this is – it was that Bud Black syndrome where yeah, it's
1: Gregerson, like – Yeah, Gregerson, Adams, and Bell. which was fine when it worked, when you can get to that point. It's – gun- it, it – Looking, looking at our yeah. bullpen it's and our arms that. That, yeah. that come up, that would work. It would work. That's a great fit. It is, and I agree with you. But there are
0: times, especially in the playoffs, where you know, like every win fucking counts. Like I said, like you can't fall down zero two and go, oh, we'll just have a good week, right? Like the problem, and this was osmus's problem. That's why when they mentioned him, I'm like, oh god, no, because <laughs> he was so rigid. I remember his interviews. They'd be like, hey, bro, he fucking he's like, there's a quote on Fangraphs in an article with him. And it's like, hey, Brad, why didn't you go with your best reliever here? The game was on the line. Well, if I use that guy right here and the game's on the line, the game might be on the line later and I burn that guy. (laughs) Well, no shit, Sherlock. The idea is to get to that point later. You're not going to get to that point if you go with the B squad. And that was Dave Martinez's issue. Now, here's the thing. You're right. An experienced manager, maybe Ron Washington learned, hey, I didn't pull Neftali Feliz who was struggling or I didn't put a gondo in there when I needed to or I should have pulled uh, Nelson, Nelson Cruz, Cruz out yeah. and put Andy Chavez out there and I probably have a ring, right? Like, he could have learned from that. Tingler may already know just because if he's analytically inclined, it's like, I don't fucking care what inning it is. If we're down two to one, it's the fifth, and they got two on in the middle of the order coming up, fuck it, I'm bringing in Munoz. I don't give a <laughs> shit what inning it is. Give me the heat, yeah. right? So, or you can kind of be a combination of both Aaron Boone and the Yankees where it's like Boone may or may not know that because he's been broadcasting games. I'm sure he picks shit up, but it's also the Yankees having Bard there, who is that checks and balance guy saying, hey, uh, Booney, you know, this is probably a situation where we want. We don't want to bring in Batonsis, right? Like we don't want to bring in something volatile. Let's bring in. Uh, let's bring in out like out he can strike guys out. He's got good command. He looks good. Let's bring him in this high-leverage situation, right? So I think it's a combination of that. I don't think Dave Martinez has that, and that's why he's making shit decisions. A.J. Hinch is clearly an, ex- an extension of the front office, and I think Tingler might be more that than he is
1: Dave Martinez. That makes sense, and I think part of me –
0: Getting dark out here, by the way.
1: Yeah, it is. I think part of me, when um, the whole thing went down and it was whittled down to these last two guys, I'm just like, whittled. If if you're gonna go down, if you're gonna go down, yeah, if you're gonna go down to a guy with experience in Washington and the guy with no experience, managerial experience, I was kind of like under the impression, like, why aren't they giving Espada more of a look? Because it's yeah, like, the, and like, Bard, too. Bart's another guy. Exactly, but it's just like you look at Houston and Houston on the field, not off the field and no all that other. Side. Oh God, not their ownership. We're just talking they, about the coaching. They are what every team strives to be. Yeah. So why wouldn't you want that guy that has been there for however long he's been there? Why wouldn't you want that guy? You went for that the Yankees didn't on the he bench too, as well. I don't. I don't know. I but it's so. like I'm. I'm surprised he didn't get more of a look. And I don't know if it's because Preller, like Preller and Tingler, they're boys and that's it. I think just there's like, some nepotism pick, involved. Yeah. Did he pick the best? guy or did he go with his guy i think i I, I don't know that i don't know the answer to that i don't
0: know either my guess is he went with the guy that he's most comfortable with that he feels is best going to execute what he's trying to do and i think that's fair i think if you're gonna like i said we know for sure if they don't win regardless of what happens this year if they're not in the fucking play they can fit 85 wins and i think they're back you know what We were fucking selling a shit ton of tickets. That stadium was rocking up until the last week when we finally got eliminated. This was a good year for us. It was a good build year. You know, we just put 14 extra wins on the board. If those motherfuckers don't make the playoffs by 2021, he's gone. So if that's going to be the case, like I
1: said, he might as well fucking go all in with his guy. That's another question that Latimer human scum Ridley. (laughs) 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 I love that. He says, how many wins do the 2020 Padres need in order for Preller to be GM in 2021? Is there a loss total that would result in Tingler being one and done, paving the way for Bochy in 2021? They got to go at you.
0: least 80, 82 to 85 wins. Which I think is realistic, especially because I think they're going to add. Well,
1: even then, that's a 12-game swing. Yeah. So that's a that's a huge improvement. It is. To so even get to 500. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, will Ron be patient? Because you can view it as, hey, that's a huge swing, or you can view it as, fuck, I'm growing even more impatient. I'm getting older. I'm very close yeah. to dying. <laughs> I'm much more close than last year. <laughs> is he dying as we... Sp- what's going on? I mean, it's just I'm statistically much, speaking. I'm much closer than last year. <laughs> statistically speaking. <laughs> so you can look at it like, hey... We need to move on. <laughs> it, it's time to get. So I think Ron is gonna be more of the latter, where he's like, you know what, fuck this. I wanted Bochi anyways. Yeah. We're bringing in Bochi. Preller, you're gone. I'm gonna hire a new GM uh, under the yeah. under the uh, Brandon Tobman. You're hired. No, yeah. I'm just playing.
0: Yeah. Just playing.
1: I'm bringing a new GM, but he needs to know that yeah. Bochi's my guy.
0: Yeah, well, it's, it's probably more I, of like. Come on, yeah.
1: dude. Like, put it this way. You can at least see that happening, right? I
0: don't think it's outside of
1: the realm of possibility. They nowhere absolutely flop. near outside the realm of possibility. Not absolutely. And we they all flop, know it.
0: If they flop and win eighty-one or less games, he's toast. I How, think Priller's gone. So you think it's eighty-one wins? I think they got to have a winning record. They got to go at least eighty-two and eighty. Because you can say like, "Hey, look, the brave, the Astros before the you know, that year they made the wild card. It's kind of a weak year for the American League. I think they won like eighty-six games. So it's like yeah. we're really close. You know, we just leapfrogged fucking eleven games." And we have more coming, right? At that point, like, Trammell's already going to be up. And then he can – I feel like Preller's probably really – even though he – if you ever listen to that John Daniels interview, just close your eyes, it sounds like fucking A.J. Preller. (laughs) The way they fucking talk, Jesus. But I think he's probably really persuasive. Either that or he just bores Ron to sleep and then gets his way anyways. That's probably how he got Tingler. I think
1: 87 and 75.
0: I think... They have to be at yeah. least that. And if they're not I that... Know. I think 85 done. wins. I think if they win 85 games, they're going to be in it until the last two weeks of September. And I think that's going to... Because if they are in it that long... I mean, Prowler wants to... Prowler, excuse me. Fowler wants to win. Ownership wants to win. You know what else they want to do? They want to make money. Yeah. And if they get 83 to 85 wins, they're still in it and in going into September. They still got the whole month to turn it around. True. So at least the first two weeks are going to be rocking... And even the last two weeks, people might still come out like, "Hey, they're still a good fucking team." Yeah, we're not in it, but you yeah. know. So if they can win eighty three to eighty five games and they make a fuck ton of, I mean, they boosted revenue this year. I think that's what bought him another year. Is that he convinced them, "Hey, let's bring Tatis and Paddock up, even though we're gonna have to pay them sooner and more." Right. Fuck it, like, and then they saw and they saw what Machado did. So I feel like Preller can convince them that eighty two to eighty five wins is enough to give him one more year. I would say, I mean, and that's I, reasonable. And I think that's on reasonable paper, but. Dude, Call me crazy. It might like you look, have to get there? Am I crazy to think like if they don't make, like, they're gonna make moves, right? But like just looking at last year's team, thinking like, okay, we know Manny's gonna be better. He was pissed yeah. about his year. Like he said, I played like shit. Yeah, we're gonna have a full year of Tatis, a full year of Paddock. The bullpen's gonna be better because it was actually pretty fucking good the second half of the year. Right. Um, and then you obviously have guys coming up. Like even if they get fifty innings full out of fucking Richards, Lamette. yeah, full season from Lamette, full season from Paddock. You're going to get Richards, even if you get him for 50 and Patino and Gore combined for another 100 each or 100 total. You know, 150s out of there. I do think progressively just development – I mean, it's not linear, but worst-case scenario, just on paper, I do think they're pretty close to 500 already. And that doesn't include what they might do to fucking figure out the outfield. So, and if does, hopefully does, that, does
1: um, all of that – add up to the <coughs> magical number of 50 war that we need to hit?
0: It, my, I don't think we need to hit 50. I think we need to hit 30. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I couldn't know,
1: possibly I know. fucking care less. Yeah, I know.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think like I think they
0: could maybe not magically, but I think they could be competitive if they just do nothing. They should not do nothing. They I think there's going to be a lot
1: of moves. There's I don't think gonna they're going to... I moves.
0: hope Strasburg opts out. For the love of God, I hope he opts <laughs> out and we tell... You know, he's going to make... I think he, if he stays, he's making like 400 or something yeah. like 500. Have we calculated 400. We were arguing with John Conniff the other day about it. I was like, this guy, dude, if he, if he opts out, he clearly doesn't want deferred money. Right. And then Nationals don't want to pay him when he's that long, anyways. Like, if you tell Strauss, hey, you can go 400 or we can give you like five two hundred. puts <laughs> to the him, they're not. There you but, go again, yeah. 40 mil. That there was you your number last yeah. year, 40 For mil Manny, AAV. Yeah. 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 Um, But let's say like five one fifty, it's like he's not gonna. That's reasonable. Yeah, it's not. He has a year. Come home. He has a year in his contract. Wear the brown. Play for Jace Tingler. Yeah, we'll put nineteen on your fucking sleeve. Let's fucking go, kid. Yeah. What is there uh, not to love? He uh, (laughs) he has a year in that contract if he stays there. Where one year he'll make forty five million (laughs) dollars. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, that's just the one year. Everything else. He also has has two
1: years where he makes like fifteen. Yeah. So that's what I'm
0: saying. Like you know, hey, maybe you give him like five years. Like that's all you have to do is top what. You have to top what he's guaranteed. Yeah. So if he's obviously okay with five years, hey, 5150 5180, You know, is that going to get the job done? Um, it could.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: The other thing, too, Rand Platy put this out, but I guess Lindor is on the market. I am fucking trying, my God. Bye, Aris. I love you, Luis, but see you the fuck later. Lindor, can you play second base? <laughs> my answer is probably.
1: Yeah, I you know I saw that. I saw that tweet by Rand Platty and and he's you know he's 100% right when it comes to that. If the Dodgers are pursuing, the Padres need to at least at least get in there to drive the price up for the Dodgers. Yeah. You have to. It's inexcusable if you don't. Preferably, I would love to land because the Dodgers it, apparently want Rendon years. too. Yeah. I mean, you'd have them for two years yeah. if you trade for him. So that, in and of itself, I'm willing to give <coughs> a pretty penny when it comes to that. So That's an
0: MVP. You'd have basically three MVP caliber play, shortstops playing your fucking infield.
1: Absolutely. Hosmer. And a Gold Glover at first. Where? Um, we got Agon back? <laughs> Adrian's back? Um but yeah, dude, you have to. Like you go in You have there, to at least fucking ask him what do you want. You go in there with the atten- with the intention of making the trade, but absolutely that was a fan- that was a fantastic point in what he said yeah. about you also go in there to drive the price up. To the hurt day. the rival. Yeah, to make them give up more. Hey, you want him, give up more. So like I'm sitting there would.
0: at tell him like, okay, look, we have Tremel, he's coming up next year, Patinho and Gore. We want those three guys. You can have fucking Arias and then just fucking have at it. Yep. Go ahead and pick whoever you want. Arias Campusano. Fucking Cantillo, who do you want? Yeah, who do you want? We 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 only want to keep Gore. We only want to keep Patino, and we only want to. Who's the other guy? Tremel, because yeah. those guys are like I said. Those guys are coming up next year. Those are almost immediate reinforcements. Even then, I'm giving and up a lot. And even then, Tremel.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm giving up a lot. Yeah,
0: Gore and Gore and Patino are probably the only two
1: true untouchables. Like other than that, it's like hey, you want I... you want.
0: Only I, I, I want
1: to say I would throw Abrams in there as well as Untouchable. Abrams is pretty close. Yeah, he might be a little bit far It's because
0: off. he's far away is why yeah. I'd be doing it. And yeah. because,
1: like, the thing, too, is that here's why I probably wouldn't
0: throw Abrams is because by the time Lindor walks, Abrams could be ready or Edwards could be ready. True. But yeah. I'd fucking sit there and say, hey, you want Urias, Edwards, fucking Campisano, Termel, Who do you want? Yeah. Who do you want? Like Gore, Patino, and... Uh, Maybe Tremel or maybe Campisano. Those are my maybe guys. But Gore and Patino to me are untouchable. Fucking pick of the litter.
1: See you later, Tirso. I yeah. love you. But uh, you're uh, Tirso out of here. <laughs> so fucking corny. Dude. I, know. I um, know. So I'm going through the thread, and, and, I, and I like how we're kind of weaving in and out of Padre's Twitter questions. So yeah. SD Beerweather, he says, uh, Jace Tingler looks like a guy that would get into a bar fight in Lakeside after rolling up on his motorcycle. <laughs> That's your kind of guy. (laughs) He said, do you think he'll be a manager that will retaliate if someone throws at Tatis or Manny? Unlike that cottony soft Andy Green toilet paper manager. (laughs) (laughs) Toilet paper? I don't know. I have no idea. That will come with time. And when he does do that, that's when I have bought in 100%. So, again, it doesn't take much to sway me at all. So... (coughs) <coughs> i'm all in i'm all in and that's that's. i mean we don't have a choice right like well might as well be all in absolutely so um do you want to do a call we have a couple calls not that many i think people were shy but there's a couple calls and as i'm looking at the transcription of them i don't really think that they're about <laughs> chase tingler <laughs> but um but we might as well oh wait, wait wait, wait! real quick question how
0: much have you cried since the padres chose not to go with your beloved ron eight ball washington
1: yeah, I, I didn't cry no, at all. I sad, really didn't. Sad. Like, I, I... I, Tough scene. I thought that Ron would be the best fit. I wanted him the most, but, you know, it is what it is. It wouldn't be the first move that the Padres made that I didn't agree with, and it sure as hell won't be the last. <coughs> so let's let's get this first phone call that's in here. Hey, assholes. Can't handle Pete here. Just wondering why you haven't donated
0: or bought my shirts yet. Oh, God. Was it something I've said? trying to square a free vacation but everyone stopped giving me money <laughs> anyways
1: go fuck yourselves and go dodgers
0: <laughs> <laughs> panhandler pete <laughs> i don't need
1: i i don't want to touch that one obviously you know what he's talking about you have any words yeah <laughs> <laughs> I will say I haven't I haven't cringed as much scrolling my timeline. It's been as, a... I haven't cringed as much as I have this last week. I have not cringed that much probably my whole time that I've been it's on. It's
0: been a rough read of Twitter. It's of like, it's uh, been <laughs>
1: uncharitable scene. Next call. Hola, um, habla el uh, nuevo
0: manager de uh, los San Diego Padres, Jay Stingler, uh nomás para uh, saludar a uh, mis amigos de 5.5 Podcast. Uh, hacen un muy buen trabajo. And uh, just uh, nomás quiero decir que uh, Austin Hedges vale verga. Es puto. Y uh, Mejía es el mejor. Y uh, Will, uh, Will Myers... Uh, Vale también. (laughs) Okay? Uh, And uh, vamos a firmar AJ Cole. Okay? Uh, AJ Cole. Okay?
1: Bye-bye. Wow. What do you have to say about that? That sounds like... That was impressive. That sounds like me trying to speak Spanish to schmooze my Mexican girlfriend. That's what that (laughs) sounds like. God. Hola. Habla el nuevo manager de San Diego Padres. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> a la Berga
1: <laughs> I will say I, Will Myers Tambien <laughs> I will say This guy played To the crowd perfectly We talked about Austin Hedges and, How dare uh, Leisure Fryer Make Texas fun of your friendly, Fucking
0: yeah. perfect Twitter Spanish And then we had to Listen to Jace Tingler Just now Yeah
1: What a dick I'm sitting there I'm like hmm. I think this is right I type it out And I'm like I'm, it gonna, right. it in, I'm gonna put it in a For Translator just in, just in case Yeah that was right And I'm like Alright yeah If nothing else It's close enough Yeah it's and, close uh, Sure as shit I knew leisure. what you were saying Fucking dick <laughs> All right, let's get to the last call. Good <laughs> Twitter, kid. Climb
0: into bed and close your little eyes. What the hell My this? reindeer and I will be there
1: very soon. Ho, <laughs> ho, And we'll leave your presents underneath your tree, right next to the milk and cookies you left out. You did leave out milk and cookies, didn't you? <laughs> Santa gets very hungry driving his big sleigh all night long, you know. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas and sweet dreams, little one. Ho, ho,
0: ho, ho, ho. Alright, that's some bullshit. That was not creepy (laughs) at all, that first part, until you realize
1: it's Santa. (laughs) Did someone really, like, someone had to have plugged the number into some, like, prank website, right?
0: That, or it's like, hey, have Santa leave your kid a creepy-ass message. (laughs) <laughs> Just plug in your phone number.
1: Oh God, dude! What the hell? What the hell is that shit? Oh. I kept waiting for the payoff. I kept waiting for like some dick joke or something. the payoff something. is
0: Santa's gonna leave presents after he snuggles with you under
1: the sheets. Yeah. So um, I think one one last thing that we need to uh, get in on here is something that we hadn't really talked about in regards to um, what happened. When did it happen? Was it like a month or two ago? I feel like it's kind of gotten buried with the stories, but out in uh, Peoria, out in Peoria, Arizona, where the fall league is taking place, we have a couple of pitchers in our organization that uh, <laughs> <laughs> that were not getting ready for the fall league. That being Tom Cosgrove and Jake Nix. The <laughs> yeah, hard times, Tom and the. <laughs> Inmate Nix over there. So, the story is, and you've seen it by now, Jake Nix was climbing through a doggy door. It's like Home Alone. (laughs) (laughs) And he got tased and kicked in the face. (laughs) That's a bad look, man. That's a bad, bad look. So, um, yeah, who knows what's going to come about that. What, What happens with something like that? Does he get suspended? Does he get... Treatment. Didn't we raid somewhere like he was drunk and he thought it was his house? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's basically,
0: he thought it was his house or some shit. And oh my god, keep I'm trying to like picture like his head stuck in there, and then you go like you pan out or you switch angles and you see Cosgrove pulling on his fucking leg, <laughs> trying to pull him out. And as Nick's getting fucking <laughs> pelted with kicks, <laughs> Those are an amazing skit. Somebody get Nick McCann on the job. <laughs> He was, like, thinking he's trying to, like, pull him out by his legs, and the cop's just stomping a muddle in his face.
1: (laughs) Have you ever been so drunk that you forgot that you didn't have a doggy door at your house? Well, I'm a millennial, so
0: the idea of me having a house with a doggy door is, uh, I mean, that's a dream and a half, so I'd have to be pretty fucking
1: plastered. The most drunk that I've ever been in my entire life, I woke up the next morning... Well, first of all, I walked home down an alley in PB (laughs) walking in circles while pissing (laughs) until I got to my beloved Valerie's Taco Shop which was the closest to my house at the time and I got a burrito and probably a quesadilla I don't remember but when I got home when I woke up the next morning to go fishing I woke up and I was laying on my arm and my arm was stretched out my left arm and I woke up and I had half of a burrito still in my hand. <laughs> so I said, fuck yeah, breakfast, and I finished it. That's the drunkest I've ever been in my life, <laughs> ever. And at that point in time, if I would have walked up to a home that looked exactly like mine, I would have known that there's a doggy door, and that's not my house. <laughs> uh, once again, everything was whipped out. Walking in circles, peeing. I was a pissed tornado. <laughs> that's how fucked I was. And I still would have known <laughs> yeah. that that's not my house. Did it come out that he was drunk? What else is it going to be?
0: <laughs> Honest mistake. Maybe, maybe,
1: maybe he injected a marijuana.
0: Maybe. Maybe then, he injected multiple marijuanas.
1: Yeah. That's... Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't think of that. That's uh, that's big trouble for him. Yeah, that's a big
0: trouble. Big trouble. Gateway drug. <laughs> gateway drug. He's probably fucking tying a rubber band on his arm right now, getting ready to inject even more liquid marijuana. You know, they're coming gummy bears now. Uh,
1: you Those know, I heard. fucking rat
0: bastard's targeting children again. I heard. That. Goddamn drug company. Halloween
1: man. is around the corner, folks, so make yeah. sure you check your candy. Uh, your kids' candy, check it twice. Make sure that no one put in Eat that. it if
0: you have to. You know, I went to Belmont Park yesterday, and I <laughs> ate all my kids' candy to sacrifice
1: myself, just in case one of them might have been poisoned. <laughs> yeah, well, we appreciate you taking Thank one you. for the team Thank for you. sure. So to I think to wrap it up, I'll, I'll give my analysis of how an interview probably went uh, for the managerial candidacy. Uh, hey, uh, Mr. Miserable Pottery fan, how do you feel about analytics? Uh... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, shit, I'm down. <laughs> and fuck yeah, I'm down with analytics. Fucking WRC Plus and shit. Fuck yeah. <laughs> shit. It <laughs> would have been better if you'd have been
0: like, yeah, I'm down with analytics. Yeah. Uh, uh, walk rate. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> i on base percentage. All right. Moneyball, right? Brad Pitt, am I right? Yeah, so uh, Mr. Miserable Pottery fan, that, that was a great answer. We love that. We're all on board with analytics. Uh, do you speak Spanish? Uh, um <laughs> <si>. <laughs> Claro que si. I, I speak Spanish. Absolutely, I speak Spanish. I speak the shit out of Spanish. All right, well, hey, we're down to the final two now it's between you and fucking Ron Washington. I speak the shit out of Spanish. Claro que sí. Si. Fuck the Padres, man. I'm so sick of the goddamn Padres. I feel like the next <laughs> time I feel like the next time we get together, it's going to be about a shitty trade. We're like going to we sign really Corey like.
0: Dickerson to platoon in right field, and yeah. uh, Annabelle Sanchez will be our big starting pitching pickup. Yeah, I'm I'm fucking calling it. We're going to start. We're going to sign Annibal Sanchez and Corey Dickerson. Those are going to be our pickups. No, nah, I think they're going to make some trades. I think they're going to make significant. They trades. have to make some trades because they got a lot of guys. I mentioned the Campisano crunch yeah. coming up. We've got. I think you can bank. They're not moving Patino, Gore, Tramel, Campisano, Edwards, and Abram. I think those six guys are safe. I think a lot of guys like Oliveras. You know those guys are going to get those second tier guys will get moved. Arias I think would be a interesting trade chip. I think Hedges um, is gone. Thank fucking God. <laughs> Christ, get out of here, you rat
1: bastard! We'll get together for uh, for a trade. It has to be significant.
0: Well, the winter meetings are here, so hopefully, yeah, yeah, hopefully, you know, we can, uh, yeah, you know, we get a little insider. We might, uh, we might try to send John Conniff over there. He's supposed to be coming down to get his. uh, Taco, well, it wasn't in an out-burger bet. Now it's a taco bet.
1: Yeah, we uh, owe uh, we owe those guys for sure. So uh, the World Series right now is 3-2 Washington. You want to give a prediction on how it ends? Houston in six.
0: A.J. Hinch is managing circles around poor Dave Martinez. Did you see, by the way? I know you retweeted this, and I also did as well. The fucking umpire who told Jan Gomes it was his fault he didn't call a strike strike three because Jan Gomes, quote-unquote, Took off on him.
1: Yeah. Good God. God yeah.
0: Robot umps, for the love
1: of God, robot umps. It, well, that was your boy uh Pasan yeah. that came out Passan that came out today and said Jesus.
0: Uh, and i am uh, the guy, the great Yankee follow by the way, John Boy, he's yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah. Please watch his uh his review of the Altuve walk-off home run. It I is think, amazing. Uh, yeah. I, I, he goes, he puts the video, goes right here, you can see Jan Gomes go, oh, so it's my fault. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha Jesus, give like they We don't need the human element. Like the human element's great, but it's great because of the players and their emotions. And that it doesn't matter how much me and my calculator crew crunch the numbers. <laughs> there's just certain things you cannot foresee. The walk-off Altuve home run, right? The emotions of the game. That's the human element. Not a fucking umpire telling catcher, no, you got to stay here for a split second. He did it to fucking, I think it was either Chirinos or Maldonado did the same thing. They got up too quick on what was a strike. Well, it was a ball, but he called it a ball anyways. Mm-hmm. And then the fucking next time, the ball's a full baseball off the plate, and he just holds it. Oh, yep, yep, he stayed there. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Even Garrett Cole mentioned, like, yeah, we got a we gotta break on that one. They showed him fucking
1: doubled over like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. I think it's Astros and six. And really, yeah. why I say that is even if even They're if Strasburg good, goes in there and Strasburg gets in the W. It all comes down to Scherzer and his health. Once yeah. he was scratched yesterday, I was like, "Ah, oh, that's a wrap. Yeah, dude. it's over." And dude, that robbed that robbed us of what would have been a great matchup. Yeah, another Cole Scherzer in Washington—that would have been fantastic. So we'll see. I just we'll think see they're too I, fucking good, uh, dude. Scherzer, yeah, will be good enough. But
0: Alvarez was hitting six, and Correa's hitting seventh. Those guys, yeah. Correa is the best player on like twenty-eight other teams. Yeah, like the only team he might not be the best player on is maybe arguably the Dodgers every other fucking team he's arguably their best player easy Yeah. and he's hitting seventh
1: well we'll like, see like Yuli Gurriel doesn't know how to strike out so it's, like, it's they're just they're just too fucking good one of the uh, funniest things I've, I've seen on Twitter in a long time was actually right before we started recording. Devin, our beloved Devin. Oh, I he, love Devin. He posted Shout a, out. He posted a picture. Padres Ross Twitter. Yeah, he posted a picture of uh, Ron Fowler where Ron just has this grin on his face and he put a quote. He said, Garrett Cole can get this hole. <laughs> There's <is laughs> some see shit see like that, that dude. <laughs> some shit like that. I was like, fucking guy, dude. Um, yeah, we'll see. Padres aren't signing Garrett Cole. Uh, we can. Yeah. We can. So- the, the Yankees
0: and the Angels are all bit us on that one. Yeah, Easy peasy. they're
1: they're all done. So, uh, I think that's it, man. Um, Tingler's the guy. Whoop fucking do. We also. Spider-sense senses tingling. Yeah, and also, do you have anything else before we want to go? Um, no, no. That's about uh, that's about it. I think. Yeah. So yeah. we got news, and and I'll pass this along, and it's gonna be hard to kind of um, convey this over just talking and words. But Danny and I got forwarded, uh, well, I got forwarded. I just showed it to him before we started recording. Um, You want to break this now? Yeah. All right. Someone sent me a picture from the clubhouse of the new uniforms. And I don't know if people are going to like them. I, I don't want to I don't want to give away like what <laughs> exactly what it is but someone forwarded the pictures of the new uniforms to me and, and I'm not sure if people are going to like them. There's a Let's there there's a twist in one of the uniforms that's kind of weird. I dig it, but I'm not sure everyone else yeah, is going to Yeah, so be on board. We, we
0: can't say too much because if it leaks um or we give you an idea of what it might be, you know, our our sources burn, but yeah. I can tell you this. If you liked the jersey that I had at the Dodger game that Seidler blinked twice on, he lied. <laughs> yeah. If you don't like the jersey, I don't think you're going to like this one either. Yeah. Like yeah. it's definitely chocolate brown and gold, but uh, I don't think people are going to take to the design or the word marking. Which is what I was going to say next. The word marking, I don't think they're going to like at all. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to like the way... Because Nike's doing the jerseys now. Yeah. And Nike's seams are a little bit different. I don't think they're going to like the lines. And I'm not talking pinstripes. I'm just talking about the way the jersey looks, the way the lines line up as far as the seams. Kind of looks uh, like
1: shoulder pads a little bit on one of
0: them. Yeah. It's it's really... It looks like... uh, futurist. I don't know. Nike's weird. It's yeah. it, it's like they made their football jerseys but with buttons in the front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which looks it's kind of cool when you think about it. But it's also kind of weird, um, but I don't think people are going to care for the word marking specifically. Yep. And I think they're going to think it basically looks like the Pirates but the lettering is not uh, yeah. As distinctive. Yeah. So.
1: so we'll see. November 9th, That's a big day, folks. Yeah. Make sure uh, make sure you look at it. And, which is funny, by the way. My wife is like, Oh yeah, our uh, the baby shower is on November 9th. And I was like, Oh really? I was like, Shit.
0: Let me see if I can find an invite to get into the jersey reveal. And well, I'll no, see I, was, if I, can...
1: I was thinking about. I was like, I was like, God, something else is on November 9th. I was like, Ah, oh, never mind, never mind. She's like, What? What is? it? I was like, Never mind. I'm gonna sound like a fucking loser. She's like, Well, you have to tell me. I was like, It's the Padres uniform reveal. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> I'm not going to the it. baby shower. I'm not going to it. So she's like oh well that's even better you can stay and tweet with your stupid fucking friends all day hey, about it, so. hey I was at your wedding for god's sake yeah so anyways for, for uh, Danny and the calculator crew um, I guess we'll uh, see we're you guys. gonna go
0: ahead and uh, hit uh, the power button yeah cool. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time we're out of here